Welcome to Energetic Perspectives, a sacred space where I share an energetic approach to very human experiences. I'm Erin Panzarella, and I've been fine-tuning my spiritual gifts after finally being open to shift out of feelings of darkness that once felt too heavy to step out of. This podcast is an opportunity for you to settle into transmissions from the Akashic Records and receive tangible tools that help you get into receiving mode of the abundant and joyful life I know we are all capable of tuning into. If you are ready to further step into your light while opening up to new ways of being, you are exactly where you're meant to be right now. Before we dive in, I invite you to ground into the space with me by taking three deep breaths to center and clear some energy. Close down the eyes. Take a deep breath in through the nose and let it out the mouth. Deep breath in and let it all go. One more deep breath in through the nose and let it all out. I am so grateful that you are here with me in this moment. Let's get into the episode. Hello there. I have been on quite the hiatus from the podcast since my last episode. I got married (laughs) to my best friend in the entire world. We went on our honeymoon to Costa Rica and then we got very sick. (laughs) um yeah we just haven't been feeling well and now I am feeling a little bit better and I wanted to come on here I'm feeling really connected to myself my husband and my message my purpose probably more than I have since I quit my nine to five job to pursue my solo business, which is really interesting, of course. And I feel that there's been so much deconditioning on my end of what it means to have a business centered around your soul. And there's been a really big learning curve with it. It's really interesting because I feel there's a lot of narratives out there especially on social media saying to you know quit your job do this business and this is not a decision I made lightly in any way shape or form I've been on the spiritual healing path for over 10 years and even before I graduated college I knew that the accounting track was not going to be my forever track and I de- I've done so much healing for me to really anchor in to what I am meant to do but it's not easy it's not just something you do on a whim and even though I believe that we are all capable of living out the life that we desire I do think it comes with a lot of intentional action that can often look and sound and feel exactly like work and it's been really interesting to see how my own 
desire to do the work really faded when I quit. It was like I was, you know, working my nine to five job, doing the business on the side, doing all the things. And then as soon as I quit my job, have more space, I also have a consulting gig still as I want to not put myself into a hole. But for the most part, my days are set by me. Well, my days are always set by me and I choose when I do my consulting work. However, it has been a really big adjustment and it's interesting (laughs) to say the least to see this ride I've been on in almost a year. And I'm a, I think when this releases or the day after it releases, it will be my two year anniversary of having my soul led business, even though it was many years in the making. And I've just been really settling into myself outside of my business, outside of the labels, outside of all the external. And that is a really welcomed shift from how I was feeling because when I quit my job, I was feeling very much, okay, so now I'm a soul-led business owner and I leaned into that identity and it kind of got me a little confuddled (laughs) is the best word that I can think of. Um, And there was a lot of stickiness there of thinking like, okay, so now my purpose and my thriving is so attached to what I do even more so when I had been working on deconstructing that idea that my job is what I do. But then when you have a business based on your passion, it's like, okay, but like this is who I am. So now I'm centered back into who am I? Who am I underneath all of it? And as I just got married, literally on February 3rd, 2323, the coldest day so far that we've ever had in New York this year or this winter, <laughs> it, was, it was freezing. We had a lot of stress. We had a lot of things that we weren't expecting with the wedding. We had an emergency hospitalization of a very important family member the night of night before our wedding. Um, my mom's car got a part stolen from it. So my wedding dress and my mother arrived to my wedding in a tow truck. I was getting my hair done and, you know, they always talk about the, you know, craziness of a wedding and the day of and nothing goes as planned. And even the hairstylist who was incredible was like, this is like a a moderate level stress (laughs) wedding. Like it's not, not really the norm. It's not the worst, but it's not the norm. And it was just, you know, a lot of emotions and a lot of things leading up to the actual wedding, which was incredible. As soon as my husband, John got there, it felt like everything fell away. It was so much peace. And my maid of honor, Jess, was just saying how as soon as you got there, I like your energy totally shifted. And that's how me personally knows that I, of course, made the right decision to marry this man and commit myself for the rest of my life to him. However, there's still now this label of wife, this label of lifetime partner and now I'm kind of returning back to the spiritual practices these spiritual ideas these spiritual truths that came up when I first got into the spiritual journey over a decade ago of I 
am. Period. Maybe there is no period because that's an infinite. However, I am. Simply, I am. And that's really hard to not label yourself, to not define yourself by all of the different labels that we place on ourselves. Think about your own labels. Think about how you identify yourself. Think about your job. Think about your family role. Think about if you're a mother, a father, a child. What exists underneath all of that? And I've been finding myself so caught up in this performance-centered idea that I am what I do or I am my definitions of who I think I am. And now I'm sitting here really feeling that there's so much more to me than that. And this is really something that I said and felt in the beginning of my spiritual journey and many points since that started. However, I kind of lost sight of it a little bit and I got sucked in again to the noise. And I think that even just social media and seeing all these, you know, soul-led business entrepreneurs and seeing everyone post and making really incredible creations that I tried to either imitate, mimic, do in order to be successful in order to say that I was achieving what I set out to achieve, I got lost in the noise. My own voice got stifled by another expectation, another label of successful business owner, of, you know, multimillionaire, of all these things that I thought I needed in order to prove to myself that I was living in alignment. And how interesting is that? That a lot of the times what we think is alignment, living in alignment, is another definition, another limitation that we're putting on ourselves. And I'm noticing this new desire, if you will, to shed that pressure that I've been putting on myself to shed and remove the noise of what the expectations from the world around me or from myself are. And it's so interesting because even though I, you know, transitioned out of my nine to five job to fulfill this, it was like I took all of these negative aspects of that and just put it right into my soul-led business. And it's that same old, wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there you are. And that density that I've been feeling was just carrying with me wherever I went. 
I've been having, I would say, another dark night of the soul experience that I thought necessarily I was kind of past, you know, like I thought that, okay, I had my dark night of the soul. Been there, done that. But I think that we have many of those in our lifetime. And even though they look different, there's still the same essence of this complete death and rebirth. And now I'm recognizing that that's going to keep happening. But I was sort of resistant to that again. I was resistant to the fact that I'm going to keep changing and growing and things that did work before aren't going to work now. And I think I've been holding on to this identity of all these labels and all of these ideas and expectations of what I should be instead of really rooting into who I am. And there's this big question mark when I ask, who am I? This big question mark of who am I underneath all these labels? Because right now, I am not sure. <laughs> like when I, when I settle in to that question, who am I? My soul speaks and says, I am light. I am infinite. But there's this incongruency with my human self, with my mind, which is okay. I think that we are always going to have that. The ego is not something to curse or wish away. It's just something that we work with as being humans. However, I think that my human self has kind of been running the show for a little bit as opposed to allowing the soul to shine through. And I know those beautiful moments and periods of time where my soul is shining through and I'm just being guided and led and it hasn't felt like that recently and like I said that's okay I think that there's a lot of collective energy but there's also my own part in that and I don't need to beat myself up this is where I reclaim that radical responsibility for my life again which I kind of threw to the wind a little bit I was saying, okay, so if I make this amount of money or work with this much clients or do this and produce this many courses and, you know, sell this offering for this amount, then I am legit. (laughs) Then I'm doing it. Then I'm successful. However, that's not the way that my soul feels. They want to go about it. And it's time that I start listening to that inner being again. So this is all to say and all to have an invitation for you to look at yourself as I look at myself, knowing that this is never going to be a a we're done thing. It's just going to be a constant question and evolution of who are you underneath all the labels? What would you be doing? Not if you would succeed, but even if you fail, that you would feel successful. That's a big question because there's always like, okay, so like what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? But 
I feel like a lot of people would do anything, but what would you do if on the surface you were quote unquote failing at it, but you would feel so fulfilled and so in alignment that it didn't even matter what the outside looked like? How do we get back into our own energy in a real way? In a way that feels so grounded and also invites that level of excitement into I'm so excited I get to wake up every day now because that is a feeling that I know it's a feeling that I felt and to be honest most of the time it had nothing to do what I was producing but it was just in that beingness I remember when I felt my most in alignment, my most, you know, truest essence was excited to wake up in the morning. I had more to do on my to-do list than anything, but it wasn't that anxious energy about it. It was like, oh my God, I have all this energy. I can do this. And that's when I was treating myself with love, where I was honoring my body, when I was doing things that felt good for me. And then I was able to literally show up for anything And it didn't matter what I was doing. I was just in my energy, in my alignment. And part of that is even just honoring, you know, the stuff that comes up, the fears that come up, the darkness that comes up and just sitting with it and honoring it. So this is, again, an invitation for you to just reflect on your own life, on your own beingness. Who are you underneath all of it? And if you want to share your reflections with me, I am here. I would love to hear it because this is something I am so devoted to in my own intentional commitment to my life. And it's really nice to feel that way again. So that is my hope for you that you start really leaning into these questions and letting your soul speak the answers And then having your human jump along on the ride. So if you have been here with me and navigating my ups and downs with this podcast journey, I honor you. If you've never been here before, thank you so much for coming. I would absolutely love to hear your own reflections from this. And I hope you have a beautiful day, afternoon, night, Whenever you're listening to this, I honor you so much and I will catch you on the next one. If this episode resonated with you, I invite you to share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Erin Panzarella and the show at Energetic Perspectives and share it directly with a loved one who will resonate too. Subscribe to the show to automatically receive the downloads so you never miss an episode. If you are loving the transmission shared here, I'd so love if you rate Energetic Perspectives five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you screenshot your review and DM it to me on Instagram, you'll be gifted a discount on one of my single sessions as a token of my deep gratitude. Send in questions to the podcast by recording a voice note on erinpanzarella.com slash podcast, and I'll tap into an answer from the Akashic Records provide on-the-spot quantum leap coaching, or answer any questions about me and my work. Select submissions will get featured on the podcast too. I would love to keep connecting on Instagram 
connect with me at Erin Panzarella and the show at Energetic Perspectives. And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning into the show. <laughs>